All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for one more delicious episode of the Sexiest Men Alive podcast, which I butchered last week, by the way. <laughs> I'll call it the Sexiest Men on Earth podcast. Derek shook his head like this the entire time I was saying, like, oh, what I mean. We are on Earth. That is true, and we're alive. But that's not what we're good, called. Yeah. Good point, yes. And uh, while we're at it, um, if you watch our podcasts, you listen to our podcast, you watch us on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And hit also, since, share, since, share in text since, groups. Since, we're in, since in you know, I'm, I'm in Utah, we're going to do the, the pyramid multi-level marketing scheme. You got to tell two friends mm-hmm. and then their job is to tell two friends about our podcast. You know, I wouldn't and give them a box of soap along with it. Uh, yeah. Amway. Yeah, Fantastic. start selling our merch. You have to buy our merch to then sell our oh, merch. God. That's right. I love it. We uh, hey, should we have merch? By the way, anybody vote for merch? It's too I mean, much. if you too want merch, comment on the video that you want some merch. You know, it would be great. Why, why no, Derek? Why no? Or, or just merch. By the way, you can buy. Oh, that's where you can buy these freedom onesies. Derek, tell well, me about just a hoodie. Is this a onesie? Oh, yeah. It's Jeez. a full like it's is, is it just like is it a, a gunsy is it a, a gunsy? <laughs> oh, I'm on a podcast with Carlos. We don't talk about my gunsies. Oh. It's all covered up. I'm covered up. He's, it's just he's show, chilling baby. in the cut. Man. Uh, I love it. Laying back with an L. Thank you for sending me your pink cap and your little friend. You that was really it, nice. We get to send that around every week. Everyone gets to use it. <laughs> I like it. Did you guys see the thumbnail that I got sent for the video last week? Did you guys look at that at all? Our our buddy Brian, his son put together, Brian Feldman, put a uh, what is Carlos wearing thumbnail. <laughs> Very funny. You should check that out on YouTube. Good job, man. Hey, keep sending us those thumbnails, by the way. Uh, so, um, gentlemen, uh, let's get into it. Unless, if you guys want to talk about something else. But uh, I wanted to ask Derek real quick. Um, Derek, um, I heard that you had a little parlay snafu with one of your bets here. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm right all the time. The only thing that happens is sometimes the game ends and things don't happen. But uh, yeah, I had a $100 bet to win nine grand. And Matt Nagy luckily called in in the fourth quarter and made sure that they stopped using Justin Fields the right way because he was at like 170 yards. I needed over 200 and I needed Allen Robinson to get one more catch. I don't know if this is backwards, but it's very small and blue. Is it? Oh, whatever. I had Ayuk over 24, Mooney over 39, Debo over 54, Justin Fields over 24 running, Herbert under 94 yards. Justin Fields touchdown and then the passing in the Allen Robinson, a hundred dollars to win nine grand. Oh. Matt Nagy now owes me nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> that's so. a few of them. What uh, like app or site piece? That, that's DraftKings. DraftKings. I just like DraftKings, but FanDuel has the same I've thing. Heard but of I them. like have you. <laughs> they are reasonably popular right now. So hey. that's my new addiction. And yeah. when oh, I yeah. lose my home, that will be why. Yeah, we should have a ticket. Is gambling literally your addiction or well that pictures of you. 
speak i'll get my nfts going next <laughs> holy cow let's not even talk about nfts it's gonna piss me off it's ridiculous what these things are selling for out there Carlos. Yeah, but I do have I do have winners for you later, Nate. I have winners going into Thursday night. Oh, let's no, let's Nothing talk for let's, Sunday. Let's talk about it right now. What do you got? You want to go right now? Right now, let's talk about what you got for Thursday. All right, buddy. So here's the deal: uh, Vegas is begging for you to take the Jets right now because they're the same uh, underdog as they were against Cincinnati, and you think that. Indy is not as good as Cincinnati, or at least going into last week, that's what everybody thought. So it right. feels like they're begging, and uh, favorites of more than a touchdown this year are something like twenty-six and one. Thanks Cincinnati uh, this oh, year. Yeah. I think this is another one that it could be a really big indie game, but that that's a good bet. But the big bet is if you get player props, take Michael Pittman over five and a half catches, lock it down. Just spend it all. I'll catch up with you later. We can spend your money. Oh yeah, no, that's awesome. All right, so, so how do you decide when you when you see a line like that that you really like? Are you just betting that single thing, just just Michael Pittman over on five and a half catches? You can do that. There's same game parlays like you saw with DraftKings, right. right, so right. you can stack things. Like I I do like it's a big number uh, from uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, but over 82 and a half yards rushing. I like that. Yeah, uh, like that not a I like it. And an interesting bet with plus odds is Jonathan Taylor, two plus touchdowns. You can get some positive money on that because they're, they are going to want to run early, run often and uh, really right. pound it. I was thinking about Michael Carter with his receptions because of his role in the receiving game. Yeah. But it's a big number. It's like four and a half. It's that's pretty big for a running back. So I'm staying off of that. Yeah, that's probably Taylor's a stud. Yeah, no. Well, he might be the best active back in the NFL right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he so might. sad. Derek Henry's doing oh, so bad. Um, right. I hear he's going to be uh, doing the remake of my left foot. <laughs> wow. Huh? It's- He's a real method actor. <laughs> Dang. Oh, Carlos so is not amused. Why? What? So oh, Carlos is here. Oh, hey, Carlos. How are you, buddy? Ravens bye week went well. No loss. Okay. <laughs> What's the matter, Jones? Nothing. I was uh, just enjoying the quality uh, betting tips from Derek and. Uh, I derailed it with my. <laughs> That's all, Jones. Let's. I want to. I want to talk about your clothing again. So, two weeks ago, you had a blanket over you, and you, you were cold. And then last week, you had no clothes on at all. <laughs> and he was. Hot. And then this week, you got the hoodie on again. T- tell me about what's going on with your with your body temperature here. It's nine degrees outside, Nate. Um, it's nine. It feels like it. I don't know. It's cold as hell. Thin air, mile high. Oh. And um, I played golf today. It was seventy degrees. Well, you know, you live in a desert, Nate. Uh, <laughs> the rest of us are living civilization. Um, are experiencing winter, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, being from Wakanda, as you know, <laughs> um, 
this is white people weather. Okay. And uh, so I'm covered up today. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, let's talk about um, these Halloween games. Some crazy stuff happened. So a little spooky, I guess. Yeah. But all of these underdogs won the, or excuse me, all of these um, favorites lost. Let's start there. The Cardinals lost. The Browns lost, the Colts lost, the Bengals lost, the Chargers lost, the Bucks lost, the Vikings lost. Uh, all were favorites going into that deal. What happened? Colts, Colts lost ugly, too. Just Did you see the Colts game? Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback since Jameis Winston I've ever seen. He might be the white Jameis Winston. Carson he wasn't Wentz. dancing like Winston either after. No, nobody has moves like that. That guy's done. Yeah, I, he, they had a chance. They had a chance to win that game. Pittman looked amazing, by the way. Michael Pittman looked fantastic. By the way, you're welcome. You're welcome, Wyatt, for that for that advice. I kept him Pittman. in. He was in, and I kept him in. But yeah, thank you. I would have lost without him. And I had Wentz in because Carr was on by, and Lamar was on by. So, of of those losers, is there anyone? Of those guys that lost, anyone that was the most surprising to you guys on that list? I'm surprised AJ yeah. Green didn't look for the ball. Oh, um, what? So, so yeah, AJ Green almost gets hit in the back of the head with the foot. Yeah, run blocking. He was run blocking in the end zone. The only thing, I, yeah, sort of it had to be. It had to be. How do you not know it's not a run right? I mean, a, a run right there. That's got to be a passing down. What happened? There? Kyler Murray said they missed some sort of check or something like that. They didn't get too deep into it. So, I mean, I got to believe it because that's what it looked like. That was rough. And it's the Packers. They're great. I mean, I think Cardinals will be fine. Colts look good. I mean, to go along with Derek's Pittman gamble and, and they'll be fine. Wentz, I think he'll bounce back. Uh Baker Mayfield's in trouble they, with all three of his weapons back and a new hot new like backup running back. He just can't score. The Browns he, can't score. He doesn't look Sorry, good. Sorry, Carlos. He doesn't look that good. Offense, that, that offense doesn't work if the running game isn't isn't going. Everything is predicated off the running game. So um, look forward to uh, Tennessee starting to look like uh, Cleveland if, if that running game doesn't work. You know, oh. Baker – Baker will guide you to wins, but you're not going to win because of Baker. You know what I'm saying? He's not yeah, going to yeah. overcome, you know, deficiencies. Um, so um, if that running game doesn't work and the defense isn't playing, but I mean, hell, they only gave up 15 points. But without the running game, that you know, and they had a lot of drops. I don't know if you watched the game. Uh, Landry had some drops. Uh, yeah. Odell, Odell, not even trying. I don't think anymore. Um, which is what it is. I mean, I get it. You know, you can't uh, have a receiver that magnitude and then throw him one, two balls a game. You know, he needs to be involved early, you know, or else he just checks out, I think. And uh, I don't know. With Henry Ruggs now, they should trade him to the Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's not a bad idea, actually, but trade deadline's passed, though. Yeah, he didn't get trade. That trade deadline's over. So they'll figure out a way to trade a few more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just kick some woman, we'll wedge him in there, and then. Well, I mean, I guess they can just wave him, and he can get picked up somewhere else too. I mean, that could happen all the time. 
that does happen actually. Uh, so speaking of uh, um, trades, oh man, let's talk about this Von Miller trade. I mean, my heart is is broken. I think he's my favorite outside of maybe John Elway. My favorite Bronco of all time got traded this week, and uh, my heart my heart couldn't take it, man. I was I was a little busted up. I do think it was good that we got something for him, but uh, Carlos, your take on that? Yeah, I think uh, I'm happy for Vaughn to get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> he deserves to go somewhere he can, you know, win. That defense, holy cow, going to be something ridiculous. It's ungodly. Um, I don't think Fangio would use him right. He should be rushing the quarterback. He shouldn't be dropping back and pass covered and stuff. Uh, Chubb can't stay healthy, so now you can roll all your double teams and your and your coverages uh, slide down to uh, your protection slide to Vaughn. So he was kind of hamstrung, um, you know. So I'm, I'm glad he's uh, out of here and going to a place where he can uh, he can excel. But hey, Derek, you hear about this uh, this uh, rift in a locker room they're having? They were saying I was listening to that today. Yeah, that was about. really interesting shit regarding like a Halloween party or something, right? Yeah, so apparently Von Miller throws a uh, a Halloween bash every every year, and uh, this year for whatever reason he he expected. Uh, other guys on the, on the team to contribute to the cost. It was over, it said it was six figures. They had like Quavo, Amigos, and all these people. And, and he was basically uh, wanting people to uh, chip in and was in a locker room uh, talking shit, basically, to get people to, to pay up, including rookies and all this and that. And, um, you know, nobody was paying. So, you know, it was causing a rift in the locker room, and uh, they were saying it made it easier to pull the trigger on the trade. Yeah, this is not bullshit. This is real, if you hadn't heard. So uh, Noah Fant was on earlier today, and I, I don't know how much you're supposed to talk when you're out of the locker room, but Noah Fant was pretty open about it, saying he backed Von Miller, though, because Von Miller said, hey, I'm canceling my party. It was going to be his party. And so I guess the expectation is he'd pay for it or whatever, uh, because we're not winning. We're not winning. I don't want to throw a party. Screw this. They Enough people on the text ring were saying, no, we still want to do this. We still want to have a party. He's like, fine, then. This is our party now. Yeah, and so it went on. And then what Carlos said, people didn't pay up. Some of the stuff was, I don't know if they just thought he was joking or what, but apparently it was real. He was pissed at some people. I don't know exactly who or I wasn't there that day, but interesting story. Hmm. I bet Aaron you don't Donald think that had anything Ramsey to do with the trade, though, right? Well, they said it made it easier for them to trade because he was starting to affect the locker room. He was getting pretty intense in the locker room because uh, people weren't paying him. So it made it easier for them to pull the trigger on the trade. Yeah, I think it was already in place, but stuff like that happens. It's many layered. I'm just glad we got a second, a third for him. That's kind right. of crazy value right now. Right. What do you guys think of Jerry Judy going forward? I had him for a minute, but is he going to get anything going? Well, what do you think of Jerry Judy, Carlos? Unfortunately, he needs a quarterback. So, hmm. why you got to say you're not, so, you're so not streaming him at Flex? Oh, speaking of quarterbacks, how about that? Uh, how about that Heineke this weekend, huh, Nate? Oh, he looked good. He looked amazing. What a playmaker! I love that guy. Yeah, ten points. Big fan. <laughs> As you should be. Well, the downfield look, blocks. Nobody the scores against this Denver Bronco defense except for that one team that one time. All the teams all the time. Yeah, no. Actually, coming into last week, we had the third best scoring defense in the NFL, which is pretty dang good. <laughs> yeah, neat. What? 
We played the Giants, the Jets, okay, the Jaguars to start the season. Okay, fine. Ever since then, we fine. were like bottom five of the league. Take off your orange colored glasses. Okay, but also our offense sucks so freaking bad, and our defense keeps getting put in bad situations. It's not like we have a bad fair. defense. Our offense sucks. That's the fair. Is, uh, oh, no, the defense is playing like trash. They're horrible. Well, but are they playing horrible because they're horrible, or are they playing horrible because the offense is so bad and they know they're just going to lose anyways? They're playing horrible because they're horrible. <laughs> thank I, you. I think we got That's a lot a of talent. You. I think we got a lot of talent on, right. they on do that. Have a lot of talent, they do have a lot of talent. They're not playing for shit. No, they're not playing terrible. for shit. So what's so the unless, answer? Unless you got zero wins, right? Yeah. They play good against the bad teams. Anybody yeah. with a little True. bit of talent. True. Well, they're four and four. I mean, we'll see. So here's my question then. So Vaughn's out. Um, is it tank time? Is it over for the Broncos this year, or what's going on? What do you think? Yeah, it's over. They're about to start collecting draft picks and seeing what they can get for who they can get it for. You know, you got a lame duck coach, right? You got Pat Shermer. I don't know why. Pat. Ugh, yeah, you're just uh, getting what you can get. So maybe to, to go a little deeper into Dub, Dub's question a minute ago. So, you know, you got Jerry, Judy, him moving forward. My real question is this, um, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante have been splitting carries almost right down the middle all year. Derek, moving forward, I guess I'll ask you this question. Do you think that if the Broncos are going to go into tank mode, that they're going to play Javante Moores to see what they've got in him? Or are they going to save him for next year? What do you think? Uh, that's I like to think that a team doesn't go into actual tank mode, like trying to lose. But Javante Williams was my favorite running back coming out of the draft this year and that includes Najee Harris wow. he was my favorite and so I was super stoked when the Broncos traded up in the second round to get him I gotta think he starts to get more play uh, if he even starts to get a 60-40 split instead of the almost exact 50-50 split that's going to be enough touches to make him fantasy relevant it won't make yeah. the Broncos relevant but it'll make Javante uh, definitely relevant he's a monster I love that guy no. Well, I think there's no question. I mean, there, there's been some really questionable play calls. I mean, you got a third and one and they run a screen pass. I mean, if you can't trust, I mean, just hand it off to Javante. I mean, that's, that's, he's going to get you that first down nine times out of 10. In the third quarter, Nate, get, these are Teddy Bridgewater's stats. Four of four for 10 yards. Four four, and you're blaming the defense. Super efficient, super <laughs> efficient. We suck, man. I mean, our Blame offense is just so bad. I mean, so whatever. I mean, I guess he went four or four. Congratulations! I'd still, <laughs> I'd still take Heineke. Setting records. I'm still taking Heineke for the record. Still taking him. Um, so um, let's talk about Derrick Henry being out for a sec. So they say six to ten weeks. Um, I mean, I guess there's some outside chance that he could make it back for playoff time. Maybe. I don't think they've shut him down for the year yet. Any, have you guys heard anything about that? I, I saw six to ten weeks. You guys see anything else there? I heard six to ten, but the, he's such a freak in the training room. He might – that's a lot of weight on a foot, man. He's he's going to take his time, I imagine. Russell Wilson got the pin removed from his finger today. He's, oh, okay almost ready to go. I mean, these athletes come back so fast. 
That is true. Carlos, uh, did we jinx him? No, no. Little do you oh. know about the slave foot. The slave foot is the most um, powerful, durable. It's very similar to a rhinoceros. He'll be back. Don't worry about it. Um, he'll be fine. We were talking about his workload. I mean, he was on pace no. 400 carries. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dub. We were exa- he was also on exactly pace to shatter about. every yardage record. And Los, I think we jinxed him. Didn't you and I last week talk about how his running style doesn't leave him prone to injury because it's more straight ahead. I'm pretty sure you and I talked about that. We, we did. We did. But the thing is, it's, it's our fault. You know, guys. It's, it's, I'm not, sorry. it's not a knee. It's not a, you know what I mean? It's not a, uh, um, you know, like a hamstring or something like that. Right. It's, it's, I mean, hell the guy played the rest of the game with the foot. Right. Yeah. What, so, what the hell was that? Strong. It's the slave, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> he, I mean, listen, uh, slavery is it's getting closer and closer to black history month you know <laughs> oh you're gonna yeah. start hulking up on us come february aren't you oh dear oh oh, oh i guess february um kwanzaa's around the corner you know um he'll be fine just yeah, just like russell wilson got the pen taken out he took it out himself because his black side was coming out on him this is what we do okay uh we'll, we'll, we'll be just fine we'll see there work Oh dear heavenly host. Well, Carlos, does Ryan Tannehill turn into anything? Well, yeah. Um, does it tank yeah. him or make him better? Because yeah. he has to throw. What do you think? I he's think got Ryan a lot Tannehill of targets. Gonna, I think he's gonna. Uh, I got faith in Ryan Tannehill. I think he's gonna be okay. I think if if, if Julio Jones can keep his black ass healthy, I think uh, that that'll that'll be the key. Because AJ Brown is unstoppable. Right? That guy is there not such a thing as slave hamstring or? <laughs> no, uh, no. Oh. It probably, he's got too much money now. That's his problem. Yeah. That's his problem. So, do you guys go after Jeremy McNichols, or do you try to get Adrian Peterson? Is he worth a start? Either of those I guys? Going, I hear they're going to go uh, running back by committee. I don't know who else they got uh, coming in. Well, but Adrian yeah. Peterson, your That's best friend. Heard. AP Plus, all day. Another great slave. Um, that's why he's still running hard. Child support is real. And, uh, you know, he's still got something in the tank because he's got young babies and child support is expensive. So yeah. Switches are expensive. What, what was the name of that Broncos running back that played for us just for a hot minute that had all of those wives and kids? Derrick Henry. Uh, no, Terrell not Davis. Davis. Yeah. No, Henry. Henry. No, Travis yeah. Henry? What was it? Travis Henry. There you Travis go. Henry. Henry. That's it. Yes. Oh, damn it. They got to go down and nine, to me. Fantastic. Nine kids, nine different baby mamas. Didn't he get popped for like cocaine in North Dakota or something crazy? Like Dude, that. Right. Isn't that Jason Kidd also? <laughs> Jason Kidd. I saw the coach, yeah. Coach Kidd. Oh, man. Did the Braves Sean, win? Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp decided to start running the football in the NFL now because he's getting some extra Jeez, dude. So, Titans well, Seattle, the Seahawks need something. So, so here's so here's my question back to Tannehill real quick though. Like, you figure whenever you're going to go play the Tennessee Titans, you're going to scheme eighty percent of your defensive scheme is how do we put a lid on this guy a little bit? So you know who did Tennessee play again this week? Colts. Colts. So you figure the Colts. Their entire game plan was set up to stop Derrick Henry. All of a sudden, Henry's not there. Tannehill looks pretty good. Well, 
Not to mention AJ Brown is amazing. So I'll just leave it at that. AJ Brown's one of my favorite receivers in the game. I love him. But, but next week, what's the game plan going to be against Tennessee? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get after Tannehill like crazy. I just, I mean, they don't have a run Probably game. Sacks and yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's good for Tannehill at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but he's about to see what he hasn't seen the entire time he's been in Tennessee. Do you guys disagree? I don't think they're going to change the offense much initially. They're going to see what Adrian Peterson – it's funny enough, for running style, Adrian Peterson's probably the closest for pure style as you could get. So they don't really change the he doesn't game plan. You just – but I, who knows? I – I don't think he does, but he was just in the league last year. It's not like they yeah, he's not. pulled him out of retirement or anything. He's like Philip Rivers. And, and he is a freak. He is a freak. So if anybody can come in and be effective, uh, but man, their long-term like Super Bowl kind of hopes, I think, are, yeah, are done. But they're still going to be a good team. So Boise so, State, Jeremy McNichols, he, I don't yeah. know. If I had an empty the dude's running back ripped. slot. He's a I'd, big I'd dude, man. McNichols is he's he is yoked, that's for sure. This might be his opportunity. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Well, so Derek, with all that being said, would you sign AP as a maybe a fl- low end flex option on your team? I mean, it depends. If you if you really really need somebody, you go for the potential. But I, I kind of like McNichols better as far as an upside play because yeah. we don't know if we he could totally arian foster this thing remember arian foster kind of yeah. came in he was you know a third fourth round pick something like that mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to be as good as he was and then you know just dominated when he got his chance yeah. like it, mcnichols is a big boy we can see if, yeah. if he can keep it going that's true you guys think ingram Makes any difference on the Saints? And uh, did no. you guys hear Philip Rivers? I think he might get a phone no. call for the say? Saints. He tweeted, "I haven't heard from the Saints, but I might be willing to." What really? Yeah, that's the Twitter. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, his old bones, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, Trevor Simeon. That's rough. <laughs> super, super rough. But when is uh, when's the kid from BYU supposed to be back? Mike White? No, no. Backup? Mike White's backup? Or no, 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 no Taysom no, no. Hill, you mean? Taysom, Sorry, yeah. I'm jumping to the Jets. Yeah. I don't Taysom. know. He's got a concussion, man. So, whatever. So it's going to be Simeon for a couple stones. weeks, I guess. Ugh. Right. That's rough. That's rough. Hey, Derek, Trevor, Trevor Simeon or Drew Locke? <laughs> that didn't taste good. Um, so, she said. I don't. Shoot me if either of those guys is my long-term quarterback. I don't know. Uh, Trevor Simeon right now. Drew Locke's got the cannon. He's got the talent, but he doesn't have the mind yet. I don't know if he'll ever develop it. I really hope he does, but I'm not optimistic. So give me Trevor Simeon right now. Hey, do you guys want to fight over Jameis Winston right now? And you still betting the over there, Derek? What's happening there? The game's still happening. Don't worry about it. If he, if there wasn't an act of God, I can't be held responsible for avalanche, lightning strike, or Devin Horse White. Colors. Those yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, I, White. 
Yeah, you repeated protest that name. Did you guys hear about that? It was. I didn't say he'd be good. I didn't say they'd win. I just said he'd have over 244 yards passing, which he was totally gonna do. And did Vegas have an over under on dancing with a fog machine all over social media? <laughs> on Seven and a half. <laughs> Seven and a half. Uh, anything you want to say about Jameis Winston, Carlos? I don't want to discuss the dead. He sucks. That, that's <laughs> all right. Carlos, question for you. So you've got Geno Smith, Mike White, Cooper Rush, and Trevor Simeon. If you have to stream a quarterback for one week, which one of those guys you take? So AIDS, chlamydia, <laughs> gonorrhea. Or Cooper Rush, yeah. Take the ginger sensation that's sweeping the nation, man. The Cowboys are number one. Yeah, give me a Cooper Rush because of the weapons around him. Okay. Okay. I got it. Derek? Samesies. Oh, listen. If he's playing, is Dak out another week? Do we know that yet? Or probably not. Well, they're playing the Broncos, so he can take another week. Oh, well, matter. Yeah, let's let him rest. Yeah, you're right. He can take it. Yeah. A little rough. A little rough. But I'm just saying, like, if, if, if that's what happens, which one of those guys you like moving forward? Do you like Cooper Rush? I would like. Sorry, we had. Mike Gene, White, Geno Smith, Mike, Mike White, Cooper Rush, and Trevor Simeon. Yeah, Cooper Rush. Weapons okay. make a big difference. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to argue what what Mike White did, though. I mean, it, he went against a, a pretty dang good Bengals team, which we were just talking about last week oh, yeah, and how we good the over. Bengals were. We jinxed them as well. Yeah, That's what's up? Talking. Exactly. So Mike White goes, gaining power. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're listen making to this. influence. Listen All to the right. stat line for Mike White here. Guy goes 37 for 45, 405, 405 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 10 different players with a catch. It would have been a couple more than that, too, but he got hurt and came back in. Um, I mean, is this another one of these, like, is he going to push – for the starting job here, or is it just, is it over? Yeah, is I there mean, a if you're, if you're, if, in New if, York? if you're the Jets coach, do you say, Hey, we're just going to roll with white here until he, until he looks bad. Well, the Jets uh, rookie is out for a while, isn't he? He had a pretty serious uh, injury. He's out for at least a few more weeks. Yeah. Zach attack. If Zach Wilson comes back and he's healthy, he's ready to go. Do you just put him right in or do you just keep rolling with white if he's playing well? He was a first-round quarterback. You got to stick with your first-round quarterback. Yeah. He was the second pick in the draft quarterback. They'll yeah, give right. it back to him. I yeah. mean, he made that throw at the combine. Remember? Yeah, that one throw that one time. Wow, uh, that's the second pick in the draft throw. It, it was good. He's yeah. also highly favored of the Lord, Yay, Verily. <laughs> Is he Mike White? Well, oh, it's BYU. No, no he's talking Zach. Zach Wilson. Zach and Taysom, man. I don't know anything about Mike White. I don't even know where he's from at all, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, guys threw for 400 yards. I throw him in there again to see what happens. I mean, he's got decent weapons around him. He does. I mean, Michael Carter, you know, 15 rushes, 77 yards, a touchdown, and he caught nine balls for 95 yards. So, I mean, he he got a lot of touches and kind of exposed that Bengals defense there a little bit, I thought. Um, Cooper Rush is going against the Broncos defense with no Von Miller, no pass rush to speak for. Uh, Tank job in the making. Exactly. Mike White, Mike White this week is on the road 
on Thursday night at the Colts. Pass on Mike White. Yeah. Colts will bounce back. Hard pass. Passing. With that being said, I have now guaranteed that he'll get 420 yards and five touchdowns. (laughs) That that is true. Well, uh, speaking of ridiculous numbers, I don't know how we haven't on this podcast talked about Cooper Cup yet. But let's let's I'm just going to run through these numbers. Obviously, they're insane, but so let's just let's just talk about them real quick. So on the year, he has 63 catches. Um, The only person with more is Hill, who's got 64 catches. He's averaging over nine catches per game. He's also got 924 yards receiving, which is 100 more than Debo. He's averaging 132 yards a game through the air. He has 10 touchdowns for the year, which is two more than Mike Evans, who has eight on the year receiving. He's averaging 1.42 touchdowns a game, almost a touchdown and a half a game. So obviously he's on pace for incredible numbers because you have the extra game in this year. So he is on pace for 153 catches. The NFL record for catches in a season is Michael Thomas a couple years ago, who got 149. So he's on pace to beat that. Uh, He's also on pace for 2,244 receiving yards. And then anybody want to guess who holds the record for most receiving yards in a season? Calvin Johnson, 1967. Flipper Anderson. Is that dead on? That is impressive. 1964. 1964. That's really impressive, man. Yeah, so pacing 2244. And then he is pacing 24 touchdowns. Uh, Derek, let's try Let's go back to you again. You're the well. No. No. Oh, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. With how many touchdowns? 23. 23. <laughs> and no Super Bowl. That's Sorry, really, Randy. That's seriously impressive, lost. man. That's no, dang good. You're an encyclopedia, man. But, um, I mean, obviously. Not bad for a 6'2 white guy. Dude, I mean, Carlos. He'll be hurt. He, he's he'll white. Be hurt. Um, yeah. yeah no slight, Cooper Cup never finishes a whole season. He'll be hurt within the next two, three games. You heard it here first. It's all nice and lovely. He'll be hurt soon. Well, his cup run everybody's over. getting hurt this year. I mean, everybody. Who's who Cooper <laughs> Cup gets hurt. Cooper Cup gets hurt every year. He gets hurt every year. That's he, really true. he does. He does. He's a new Jordy Plus, Nelson. now that we're talking about him, maybe he will. He's a new Jordy Nelson, which, which you know, Jordy was a bad white boy, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Cup he has a great quarterback thrown to him. Good for Stafford. That's neat. Yeah. That... Well, Cup was put up numbers with, uh, with, with golf, but he just gets hurt. Yeah. You know, if, he, if he ever completes the whole season, yeah, he, I mean, he's he has set some historical numbers, but uh, he'll be hurt soon. Don't worry about it. What what makes him so good, Carlos? What do you see out of Cup that makes him so good? Because I mean, when you got a guy, you know, getting that many catches and touchdowns, I mean, the defense has got to be zeroing in on him. What's 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 making him so good? It's the. Uh, it's the black arrogance of the DBs, right? You see a white boy who you're not. You're, <laughs> You're not afraid of his speed, right? You're not, you're not serious, are you? 
I'll tell you what it is. The same thing with Adam Thielen, right? You're not afraid of their speed, right? You're not they're not gonna beat you deep. So you start slacking off, you're not paying attention. Next thing you know, the guy just put up two touchdowns and 150 yards on you. I mean, his routes are incredible. I mean, uh the scheme is 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 you know, Sean McVay is incredible, right? He is. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I mean the 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 kid is great, but you know, um these DBs, you know, as, as a teams are guy, passing more than ever. There's an extra game. Guy, I mean, you see a white guy in front of you, you, you know, you take it for granted. Right. And, um, you that's know, why Luca's so good. Right. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, right. These guys are like, what the hell? Right. But this guy's running by your black ass and you're like, Oh, oopsies. You know what I mean? It's, it's the same. It's the same type of deal. You know, they're all try hard guys, locker room guys, yeah. high football IQ. That's what Carlos is trying to say. Yeah, white normal guy. white receiver <laughs> thing. So. Yeah, white yeah. <laughs> oh my hell, dude! First guy in, last guy to leave. Right, right. Yeah, Rudy. Rudy. Great teammate. Rudy. Great teammate. Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a white heart. Guy. That's what it is. It's his heart. Out, you know, we're the black guys. We're out doing. You know, we're uh, organizing Halloween parties. <laughs> And, and, and getting DUIs. Parties, you guys. DUIs. We're killing people. I mean, it's, it's fucking retarded. Oh, man. Well, let's talk about some sad things. I mean, I don't want to talk about sad things, but I, well, let's talk let's about some sad it. things, man. We got to touch on it. So Calvin Ridley mails it in, right? Take care of your mentals. Take care of your bread. He listened to Marshawn Lynch. Chickens. Yeah. Take care of your chickens. Take care of your chicken. And your Bro. mentals, though. That was on the list, yeah. No, I, I mean, so, I mean, I don't know if you guys follow the NFL on social media. Hello, dog. But they've posted a ton about uh, mental health and mental health awareness and things like that. Um, we are seeing so much of that right now, just in general. I mean, it just seems like we have a whole generation of people. Yeah, Simone Biles, there's another one, right? I mean, just like we're seeing a whole generation of people really suffering from this. And we're finally talking about it, which is awesome that we're finally talking about it and bringing it up. But uh, I mean, all of us come from that generation where you just rub dirt on it. I mean, nobody cared if you were sad. I mean, yeah, the, Carlos, did the your dad care if you were sad ever once? After World War One, they just sucked it up. These... I think my dad whooped my ass. I was sad. Well, since last time I was sad. <laughs> I'll give you something to be sad about. Is... Dude, I know, right? I know. But, you know, I mean, maybe I'm just old school, but in some ways, I think that served us well, right? It's like, listen, just stop thinking about being sad. You take all that pain, you take mm-hmm. all that frustration, and you bury it deep down. <laughs> deep down, you bury yeah. it in there, right? Until it explodes on your ex-wife. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it's... <laughs> Changing lens, do it. Yeah, for real. Be a man. Too. Be a man. Be a man. Um, all your problems. Be any, a man. any thoughts on that, Dub? Any thoughts on that with uh, with Ridley and mental health and all that stuff? Um, I mean, good for him. Money, he probably made enough if he was smart to be fine. Maybe not. But still nothing's more. Deal. This is a. Yeah. I think this is a big deal for him. I don't know that he's gotten his big paycheck yet. I, th- it, which is even more kudos to him. If you know what's going on, like that's all any of us ever want in life is to 
know what makes us tick so we can deal with it best. Most people never really get to that point where they can be comfortable with how they operate. And for him to have got to a point in his position to be able to step up and say, hey, I, I need help or I need to do whatever it is he needs to do. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, I, it's kudos to him. And I don't have any idea. Do you know anything about what it is? Are we sure it is mental stuff or yeah. is it family stuff or no he he, he did say that he, he, did, he did yeah well, good, good on him that's actually very impressive and i you know wish i could you know be that self-aware sometimes carlos any thoughts on all that yeah better him uh just calling a shot versus turning into josh gordon you know on and, and going that route so uh, fine, man you know, more power to the brother. I hope it, you know gets back well and everything. But at the end of the day, I just want to see uh, Negroes jumping high in the air and, and, and uh, <laughs> don't you don't you dare bring that up! Bring don't up. you dare, Carlos Jones! I gotta bring it up. It's <laughs> oh, the problem with knowing these people. Oh, they got history on me, man. Oh man, how, how did nobody have video of that? Not we lived in better it. times when everything wasn't videotaped. You could just speak your mind. If Bobby Man, if you're listening to this podcast, screw you, Bobby Man. I hate you. Just kidding. I love Bobby Man. He's, I, I he's one of my best so buddies much, ever. I had to handle so much shit for you. Your boy Nate's a racist. What, Nate Wallace? What are you talking about? You see his fire? Yeah, I saw it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jokes aren't racist. <laughs> oh, and it, it was a joke. People like the joke. Turns yeah, out, black athletes. Ah, I think it's better Carlos, to seek you. mental health than to down a bunch of liquor and drive your Corvette. Oh, speaking That's of my that. message. Big yeah. time. Make a wise decision. Don't drink and drive. Seek a gambling hotline if you're losing <laughs> the bets. If you're losing your Jameis Winston bets, don't sell your house. Seek help. Oh. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Take care of yourself. Marshall Ruggs said man. it best. I mean, what a promising young athlete. And he... The Raiders are cursed. You heard that here. The Raiders are cursed. They He's are nice. cursed. Bo Jackson ruptures his hip, playing the bungles. Oh, that that much money. You're not going to be out drinking. You should have... You have every tool at your disposal so you don't have to get behind the wheel. Hire a driver. Hire your uncle to be a driver. Hire your best friend from high school, you know, something. Dude, the NFL now in their rookie symposium, actually have been doing it for years. Pretty much every team, I think, now has like a hotline where there's yep. no question that it's not even calling an Uber. They have like yeah. things in Raiders place driver. for this stupid situation. Hey, they'll come oh, the to strip. you. They'll it? drive your your car back to your house for you, so you don't have to leave your car there. I mean, there's literally no fucking excuse for Plus something like that. Plus, it was in Vegas. Like, you don't need to drive to get very far in Vegas. I'm, Just... I'm angry about that. Not so not sad. because of missing out on a football player. I'm he killed somebody, and it's sick. I'm really upset it's about that one. It's totally avoidable. Uh, totally. Avoidable. Yeah, there's too many things in place for those guys to stay out of trouble you know um so it's it's uh i don't feel bad for him feel bad for the families uh but it's just it's ridiculous it's terrible it's absolutely it's absolutely terrible um like you guys said there's absolutely zero reason 
they do have protocols in place for this. I mean, there's he has zero reason to get in his car and drive, ever, ever in that situation, ever. I mean, being a Nuggets fan, Ty Lawson, I think he got arrested for DUI at least twice. And all he had to do is pick up the phone and call someone. I mean, call an Uber, call a friend. Don't drive. I don't understand how. Or drink water and wait two hours, you know, just be smart. It makes zero sense. You got like yes men all around you. You got homies pushing you forward. You got friends saying it's fine. Shit sucks. Yeah. So sad. It's so sad. Um, Dub, was there anything else you wanted to talk about on the podcast here today? I know you you brought up a couple things earlier. Did we we did we touch on them? Um, just it's funny how OBJ has his dad and LeBron James tweet. I was disappointed by the trade deadline. The NBA trade deadline is so fun. Yeah, these big pieces get moved around. Yeah, uh, nothing happened. Four o'clock today. Nothing. I was thought Deshaun Watson was going to go get his. You know, yeah. brownie rubbed in Miami, and I thought. A lot of fun was going to happen, but just not, just injuries. <laughs> nothing happened. Did you say brownie? <laughs> what? Did you say brown eye? <laughs> um, no, I don't know. It's crazy. I, the, the NFL's the best because of parody. The Bucks lost. Everyone was tired of them winning. Uh, the Saints somehow win. Yeah. Uh, Packers, I don't know. We shouldn't talk about last week, like we said. I don't know who moving forward to get. I'm glad Lamar's back. It's football is such a fun distraction. It was good to talk about mental health and drinking and driving, but yeah, let's get back to, you know, what we want. Black yeah. athletes jumping high and running fast and <laughs> catching the ball. It is the greatest. Speaking of black athletes that I think are amazing, um, Amari Cooper and CD Lamb looked so damn good. And by the way, W, you, you escaped by the skin of your teeth on that win because – that ball that Amari Cooper caught in the fourth quarter should absolutely have been picked off. I mean, it bounced right out of that guy's hands, right into Amari's hands, and set yeah. him up. He did uh, Julio Jones one better. So I was going to say, which is better, fun. the Julio Jones off the helmet or the Amari Cooper out of the guy's chest? Oh, Des caught it. Des did catch the ball. I will give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. Um so one one thing, just I was looking at some interesting stats and some interesting things, um, and we talked about Jalen Hurts last week. Carlos, you went off on Jalen Hurts so bad, but their rushing game against the Lions looked spectacular. So I'll get, I'm going to give you the hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to give you the stats, and then I just want you to say what you're going to say about it, right? So the Eagles win forty four. 44 to 6 against the Lions. <laughs> Jalen Hurts rushes seven times for 71 yards. Boston Scott rushes 12 times for 60 yards and two touchdowns. The ghost of Jordan Howard rushes. That's a name 12 I haven't times. heard in four years. <laughs> the ghost of Jordan Howard rushes 12 times for 57 yards and two TDs. And Ken Gainwell rushes 13 times for only 27 yards, but 236 yards for four touchdowns on the ground just absolutely destroy 
the Lions on the ground. So the here's my question. Ran the ball three times against Dallas. Yes. Three. Yes. Yeah. Three. So, so here's my question then. So here's my question. We know the Lions are terrible. We know this, right? We know they're terrible. But once again, are they the best 0-7 team we've seen in a long time? Might be, right? But maybe not after last week. Yeah, not after last week. But here's my question. Miles Sanders is supposed to be an absolute unit of a back. Mm -hmm. Hasn't done crap all year. Hasn't done crap all year. And then he gets hurt, goes on IR, and all of a sudden the Eagles become the best running team somehow in the NFL. Is that is that Miles Sanders being overrated or the Lions being that bad? Last week, Miles Sanders had five carries for 30 yards on like the first drive uh, and right before he got hurt. Uh, so they were on track to kind of try and flip the script with their offense. Uh, last week, Miles Sanders got hurt. I think he would have he would have had game of his life against Detroit. Detroit's run defense is really one of the worst I've seen. And their coach now cries too much. I had really liked him at first because he was just really in it for his guys. Felt like he had emotion, but you can't cry every week. You're not Carlos. So the coach of the Lions would be someone who cried every week, though. I (laughs) he's got reason to cry. If there's (laughs) gonna be anyone. Have a Steeler. A, you live in Detroit. Pool. You live in Detroit. Let's just start right there. It's the worst place in America, right? Sorry, Detroit. You're the worst. Yeah, well, I bet Cleveland. When the Broncos, Cleveland. I bet when the Broncos pay the Lions, it still comes down to the fourth quarter because the Broncos are trash. Oh, here we go. Jones, is it Miles Sanders not being good or the Lions being trash? Which one is it? Uh, no, Miles Sanders is really good. He's. They didn't try to run the ball at all this year. You, at all. The Eagles games. Yeah. They would but, get like two, but three why? A game. Yeah, it's a, it's a schematic issue. Um, Miles Sanders is legit. Um, the Eagles are just uh, a train wreck. They're they're horrible. Have I talked to you about Jalen Hurst? <laughs> He's so I have. <laughs> the white, the black Tim Tebow. That guy. The guy's awful. But if you want to laugh too, uh, you have to Google who is their head coach, Sirianni. Sirianni. Yes. You have to Google Sirianni. Talks about how his team is like a flower. Just go. That was his last press conference. This, I'm sure he had an awesome interview with ownership. But holy cow, this guy does not seem like a leader of men type to me. Like. It's really hard to watch. It's a lot of flowers and a lot of tears for a for a man's game, right? Yeah. But holy cow. Holy cow. Well, anything else you guys want to bring up before we close it up? Braves won the time? World Series. Oh, they won. Go sports. Yay, sports. Yay, sports. That's awesome. Hey, Nate, any, uh, any smoke to this fire about uh, Dame Lillard going to Philadelphia 76ers? Absolutely not. He actually was just quoted as saying, I am 10 toes in to, to, to the Blazers. I, I, I think I mentioned this before, but Dame Lillard is absolutely one of my absolute favorite NBA players because he's staying. He has, I don't think he wants to go anywhere. I mean, if he gets traded, he gets traded. But I mean, if you're the Blazers, unless you want to be the worst team in the West, you don't ever move Dame Lillard. I get that you're not getting out of the first round. I get that it's been tough. 
But you got to move other is, pieces. You do not ever move Dame Lillard, period. Dame sells sneakers. He sells rap albums. He hits it from the logo. He's Dame Dollar all day. You know what time it is. He's not going yeah. anywhere. No, absolutely. Did, did you really hear smoke about that, Los? Yeah, they're talking about mm-hmm. today because I guess uh, Simmons. Was it last night they when they played in uh, when they played in Philadelphia? How much the crowd uh, was loving him, even though he had a tough game um, and cheering for him because oh, they want. We want Dame. Guys. We want Dame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. They're talking about yeah giving up uh, Simmons and Philly fans are the worst. It, it it's smoke and mirrors, bro. First of all, just, just here's your your take on 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 Jalen Hurts and Jameis Winston. Let me explain my take on Ben Simmons. He sucks. He's terrible. He's awful. He's one of the most pathetic NBA players I've ever seen. Period. End of story. Listen, this Real guy... Real quick counter-argument, though. If it was 1988... Fine. 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 We found the right team for but, but, Simmons. But, but here's the thing, too. If it was 1988, Bill Lambert would have knocked his block off and he never would have come into the lane ever again. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I and mean, he, he gets to play in this league where you can't put your hands on the guy. He's super athletic and he's six foot ten. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think Giannis is incredible. But everyone thinks he, that Giannis deserves to be put in the top, you know, two or three players in the NBA. He's not – he barely hits my top ten because in my game, in my, in my head, you have to have basketball. In his old head skills to be you know the top player now because he's so big right up the street what's that i said the wnba is right up the street oh man i mean let's watch all those fundamentals well listen i mean the thing is the guy can't shoot i mean ben simmons is even worse he can't shoot free throws um his his handle his dribbling is poor i mean it's poor i mean there's there's a reason why Yes. Yeah, are we talking Giannis he, or Ben? Giannis. No, Ben Simmons actually has a pretty decent handle. But be, point guard. No, no. You listen. usually don't lose me on basketball hey, take, li- but to say listen, Giannis. Is, bro, listen. Just, he's a force. He's a dominant, difference-making force. It's you know how we not, argue about, like, Taylor Heineke and, and Teddy Two Gloves and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> just listen to me right now. <laughs> Giannis does not have a good handle. He doesn't. He is not a good passer. He doesn't have a good handle. He can't shoot the ball. But he is an absolute athletic freak of nature. His, his, he takes the biggest steps. He's got the biggest hands. He can dunk literally on anybody. And he's okay. getting better at those yes. other things. He's getting better at those things. Whereas Ben Simmons. He made himself that. He wasn't like that when he first came in the league. No, no, no. He wasn't built like that either. No, he wasn't built like that either. But Ben Simmons has literally stopped progressing. He has stopped progressing. I would never bet. Or is it his island lifestyle? Or is he just quit (laughs) on his team? He's an island boy. Have you seen that stupid video? Holy crap. Um, But no, I mean, but I would never, ever bet that Giannis is not going to become a better shooter. I would never bet that Giannis is going to become a better handler or a better passer. I would never bet against Giannis ever. So he's firmly six or seven in my in my top, in my top, hold on, top ten. hold on. Giannis is like seven feet tall, right? Who, yep. Who's looking for Giannis to to, to handle the ball? He, he does handle the, the ball. lane a lot. He, he handles the ball all the time. He, he handles he the ball. He does his one man fast breaks. 
which is incredible. But I'm not looking for him to, you know, have yeah. handles and, and be. I don't quite get your honest take. I'm looking for okay. him to, to start, I saw it yeah. two years ago in the playoffs. He got caught up dribbling to the right too much and got stuck yep. a lot. But 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 oh. Kevin Durant is the same height. They're as both he overrated. Is. Nate yeah, Wallace, hot and he does all of those things Kevin incredibly well. They have two totally different games. That's not two, yeah, two totally, totally different, different games. But, but what I'm trying to say, though, is that Kevin Durant is a much more skilled player, and that's why Kevin Durant is number one in the NBA, period, end of story. I think okay. he's the best basketball player in the league because of his skills. We're talking about skill gaps here. That's all I'm talking about. Okay. But don't get me wrong. Just talking pure skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, as far as yeah, being but, an effective but, NBA player, holy shit. No, of course he's incredible. That's why I'm, he's still top ten. Top few. He's the youngest like, yeah. KD home last year. Well – Kind of. I mean, KD was hurt, kind of. and Harden was fat and hurt, and Kyrie oh, is Kyrie or Harden. Or Harden with his no fouls. I mean, I don't think they had a chance if everybody was healthy on that team. I just don't. Well, I don't know about if this and that. All I know is what happened. What happened is <laughs> KD got his – What happened, happened was, was – well, yeah. Jinx, Jinx, you did. He got his ass on the court, and Giannis did what Giannis does and dominated. Yeah, he did. Okay? He did. And uh, skill set or no skill set, I think he's got all the skills in the world for his position, for what he, for his he size. has to do. And uh, I think he's uh, right now, he's probably top three in the league. See, I just don't put him, I don't put him in my top five. I think he's six or seven in my book. Who's your top five, Nathan? Are you, are you ready? Durant, Durant. Jokic. LeBron. Jokic. I Top five. It. <laughs> I got it. Jokic, you did call it. You did call it. Um, Steph Curry. Actually, I put Steph three, Jokic four, Harden five. Harden fell off. I'm so glad. The Harden rule yeah. is a good rule. I'm, I'm going to have to maybe move Harden out and maybe Giannis in, in my top five, just because this, this rule, which, by the way, have you guys watched much NBA basketball this year at all? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching it tonight. It yeah, is. I've been watching it in Carlos. Yeah, it is yes, the I've single greatest game ever. Now, I absolutely love this new rule. I mean, it prevents these guys from creating contact and getting rewarded for creating contact. I'm a huge fan, and on top of that, I think most of the players are loving it. Outside of the, you know, Trey Trey Youngs and the and the James Mitchell Harden. Little Donovan Mitchell Little. I think everybody. Has kind of Booker. used it a little bit. I mean, um, even Chris Paul is a master at you know creating his creating contact uh, and getting up there. But I think it's made the game so much more pure. I'm I'm absolutely loving it. And on top of that, they're letting a lot of contact go. And mm -hmm. uh, there's been a few games where I've been like, dude, is this the '90s? Like, yeah, there's been a Pistons, couple like boys. really really physical play that they're just letting go. And I am all for it. I'm a big 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 fan. I don't know about you guys. Well, love it. Yeah. Yeah, the ladies yeah. basketball was the best. Jordan will always be the best ever. And um yeah, the the uh the, the ticky tack foul bullshit. Yep. So glad worst. that's out of there. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I I'm a big, big fan and I think uh I think as long as they continue on that and they don't I think over the year, I think throughout the year, they're gonna start calling a few more of those things. Um, but I think that if if this can represent a change I think it really, really, really helps basketball because there for a while, it's unwatchable. I mean, it, some of those games with like Harden, 
it is if you're watching Harden just create and go to the line. Who wants to see James Harden shoot 19 free throws? Nobody wants that. Nobody no wants that. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad TV. It's bad business. All right, fellas. Well, let's wrap it up for tonight. Right, hey, um, real quick, I just I want to share something on my screen here, real quick, before we leave. Um, give me one sec. And uh, just want to dedicate um, this. Uh, want to dedicate this episode to Wyatt's mom, who Nancy, who passed away this week. Um, God be with you till we meet, we meet again. And uh, Dub, one of my favorite things that you ever say is, uh, "No one ever really dies." Uh, yeah, stole that from the Neptunes, Pharrell Williams. Yeah, absolutely, nerd that, man. Well, our hearts go out to you, my friend. And uh, thanks, guys. Sports are a good distraction, the way it should be. All right, man. Well, we're going to have thank you guys. And, no, thank you very much. Man. Side. Thanks, guys. All right, we're going to sign off here. Uh, sexiest Men Alive podcast. Like, favorite, subscribe. See you next week.